0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The more we learn about Auburn's 2023 class, I think it's way underrated. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me today for a little Crutin' Thursday action, <laughs> Locked On Recruiting Insider, Brian Smith, hanging out with us. Welcome to the show, sir. And you and I were talking throughout this week. Just looking at the 2023 class that Hugh Freeze and his staff did a remarkable job at kind of getting as many pieces as he possibly could because he inherited a pretty bad situation. <laughs> but you you think it's underrated. I mean, you, you think there's a chance that there's a lot of guys in this class that uh, that say, hey, these guys, there's a lot of dudes here.
1: I was really surprised that it wasn't ranked higher. I told several people for over a year, and this is long before Auburn or Hugh Freeze was involved, but like Kay Lee is going to play in the NFL. He didn't even end up in ranked by like 247 in their top 100, mm-hmm. which I think is absurd. Uh, they have a lot of other kids, but that, that one in particular I'm steadfast with. He's an NFL player. I've seen Keldrick Falk. I've seen Kay and Lee. I've seen Denod, Connor Wu, Clay Whedon's a kid I've seen 20 times because I lived in Tampa where he does. These are all guys that can play as freshmen, sophomores, And Auburn obviously needs help on the offensive line, so those last two I mentioned, very important. So I'm pretty high on it, and I am also high on the fact that he knew how to develop kids when he was at Ole Miss. He knew how to do it at Liberty. It's not going to change, and now he's going to get even better talent with Auburn.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You mentioned Kane Lee. Every time he's brought up on the show, I have to mention how impressive his feet are. I mean, the guy, like he just – his technique – he doesn't play like he's a true freshman. It, he just doesn't look like it, um, based on what we've seen so far. And look, Brian, I think Kay and Lee starts as a freshman. I think Keldrick Falk, he may not technically start. I think he does yeah. by the end of the season, but he's going to play and, and 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 rotate as if he's a starter. And I think Connor is going to be in a similar situation where, like, you know, if one guy goes down on the offensive line, Connor Lou's got a chance to start, whether it's at center or either guard spot. He's been looked at at both of those throughout spring, and Hugh wow. Freeze loves him. Hugh Freeze loves, loves, loves what he brings to the table. Connor is
1: a fun kid to be around, and he, he's a horse. Really strong kid.
0: Uh,
1: I would be surprised if he's not a major contributor at Auburn rather soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I think all those guys have a chance to be NFL players by the time it's all said and done. And then another guy that I, he, I'm excited about, Walker White, in the future, you know, 2024 guy. But I think Hank Brown could be a really, really good quarterback at the SEC level. I really, really believe it.
1: I went and saw his high school play last year, and they they trounced the team. They were up 50 to nothing at a half. Sure. Literally. literally. But uh, he's he's calm, he's cool, collected, and he's very accurate. Mm-hmm. If you can do that in a spread with the kind of kids that Auburn's going to get at wide receiver, running back and tight end, he'll be just fine.
0: Yeah, but of course the opinions on Jeremiah Cobb are pretty – pretty unanimous but you know i i think there's still like glaring weaknesses when you look at this roster brian it's wide receiver and yes. you know they, they got a few guys you know uh sorry was a part of this class and you know we'll see how he develops but auburn has since had to go to the portal to kind of add relevant receivers and pass catchers to help the offense this year when you know earlier this week they went to you know north texas to, to add a guy of course but what are your thoughts as far as how Auburn can attack that position moving forward?
1: Number one, just get as many as you can in the 24 class. I mean, if there's don't take a guy to take a guy, uh, I'm sure a lot of coaches are probably mad at themselves for taking some kids from the portal. I doubt you freeze is going to make that many mistakes there. He's excellent at a, you know determining and evaluating players, but if you got to eat it, you got to eat it. It's only year one. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not like they're expected to win the national title this year, but at the same time, When the portal opens again, after this next season, you know not only do they need some high school kids, they've got to get somebody that's a dude that can be wide receiver one and just be the guy that beats somebody that's really relevant. They need they need a home run win this year. Can you do that without a superstar receiver in today's world and and a spread offense? It's hard, but Mm -hmm. that's what they got. They got to get that guy, whoever it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, and can Camden Brown develop into that? Maybe we'll see. You know, you, you bring in Peyton Thorn. You know, if Peyton Thorn has a better year than a lot of the national pundits are thinking he can, which I think is certainly possible with Hugh Freeze's system, we'll see. Like like you just kind of pontificate, are the receivers good enough to help him do that? I I don't know. I don't know. I think that's probably the biggest question mark on this offense. But if Peyton Thorn can do that, and he chooses to stay for another year. Does a guy in the portal potentially come to play with him? That's a,
1: that's a great question.
0: I think that's going to be something that, you know, th- that's kind of the almost the game within a game as far as like the roster construction aspect of what the transfer portal can bring this upcoming December.
1: How many teams need offensive linemen? A lot. How many teams need corners? A lot. Receiver, there's more of them. So Auburn is in a little better position. I mean, like I live in Florida, uh, you're over in the Alabama area and Georgia. This area, it's not hard to find receivers. Mm-hmm. I would think somebody wants to come back home, they went out to Oregon or what? There's got to be somebody that you freeze can get from the portal. And there's probably at least one kid that they're going to sign from the high school ranks that you and I don't even know is on Auburn's board right now. That's kind of how recruiting has always worked. There's always somebody that emerges and maybe it's some kid from Virginia or something. But they again, they need a guy. There, there's also this certain guy from Phoenix City that you and I both know that a lot of schools want, but it would be great for Auburn if they got... They got to get a big-bodied receiver, too, to help play the boundary. But they also need a speed guy to take him over the top.
0: Yeah. I mean, Cameron Coleman's the guy that you're referring to, the Central Phoenix City yeah. standout and just got his fifth star. And he's taking his time, right, Brian? I mean, he's certainly taking his time, but folks that have talked to Coleman, um, it seems like it seems like Auburn's the lean there, but is he the kind of guy that can like change your offense year one in in a system? Um, Some people think so. I mean, that's kind of what that fifth star usually represents Brian, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do you ever really want to rely that much on a freshman? Most of the time the answer is (laughs) no,
1: but what's their next best option. It's like you said, unless one of the guys that's the unknown and you're really saying it, Hey, We don't know how good the receiving corpse is going to be. So you have to look at it. If you're you freeze, we have to plan worst case scenario. Right. They got to go. Not only do they need the big guy, they again, they need a speedster and they need to get somebody, you know, maybe a tight end that's a really sure handed guy. They need some balance because, like, when they were at all miss and they were rolling, anywhere you lined up a DB or linebacker against somebody, that was a player, man. They didn't have any guys, right? Hey, we can cover this guy with, you know, some slow linebacker. Mm -hmm. His offense doesn't work without speed. I mean, if you think about this, to my knowledge, he's the only guy to beat Saban in back-to-back years since Saban's been at Bama. I don't think anybody else...
0: I know he beat him twice. I don't know if it was back-to-back years or not, but I know he beat him twice. It was 14
1: and fifty. Sounds right. That sounds right. So, I mean, the guy can coach, but just like anybody else, you need pieces. You need pieces. Mm -hmm. So... If he gets receiver one, I think year two, Auburn can win 10 games possibly.
0: That'd be huge. That'd be huge. With the expanded I mean, playoff, it gives you a chance. It gives that, you a chance.
1: That's what I mean. It, it's Are they going to just completely roll over teams with their depth in year two? No, they're not. It, it's, a, it's a process because he got left with a pretty ugly sandwich in a lot of ways. So hopefully, I, I mean, it's more fun for college football when Auburn
0: is really good anyway. So. No, I'm with you, and not being coached by a potato. We actually have a real competent coach now, so that's that's good. All right. <laughs> that All right, Brian. <laughs> Brian, there's a, there's three guys specifically I want to ask you about in just a moment, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. When you talk about anything with fit and comfort and versatility, Bird Dog has you covered I look and feel better when wearing bird dog shorts and look, it's the summer. You're going to be doing all kinds of activities. You can swim, you can exercise, you can do anything with bird dog shorts. They've got liners built in for extra comfort and utility. And I mean, I I just think you kind of need to take a look at their store online. Head over to birddogs.com. Slash locked on college, and you can enter promo code locked on college, all one word locked on college. They'll throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every order. I have one, I have two pair of bird dogs, I absolutely love them. So, once again, head over to birddogs.com slash locked on college and enter that promo code locked on college, all one word to get that free yeti style tumbler with every single order. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Yesterday on the Scruton Thursday, Brian Smith hanging out with us. Let's talk about a guy that you know very, very well first. The safety from uh, Miami Gardens, Florida, Zaquan Patterson. It seems like the Canes are the favorite for his services, but Auburn is not going away. At least they're doing everything they possibly can to remain in his recruitment.
1: The three or four schools that we constantly hear, Auburn is one of them. Miami, Florida State, Auburn, Ohio State, that group is there now. There's with South Florida kids just full discretion at any time something can change. That's hard for the course. Auburn has been recruiting South Florida successfully for as long as I'm alive. The coaching staff there, the people around the program know this. But Zaquan's not your typical South Florida kid either. Very articulate. Smart kid, and he does his due diligence. I've had a lot of conversations with him off the record. and Basically, he just wants consistency with communication, and he wants sincerity. I mean, imagine that. So somebody that actually gets it. But uh, not many 17-year-olds look at it that way, but he's very mature. Uh, Just for the record, he's a kid that is a freakazoid. 185 pounds of muscle uh, Mm -hmm. is what he was last year, and he's up over 190 now. And he's just strong as all get out. So he could play receiver. He could play safety. He could be a nickel. Uh, he's, he's a rare guy. Uh, I think he would come in and play right away at Auburn and probably start by the end of his freshman year to put yeah. his team in perspective.
0: So Yeah, he's good. And that's a position group that Auburn is going to have to reload. They've got, they're have got old at that position right now. And so we'll see um, if that helps yeah. their pitch at all with Zaquan Patterson. Zach Gethridge appears to be the leading recruiter. who's one of the best recruiters on the staff. Definitely. Usually when he wants a guy, Brian, he's got a really good chance of bringing him in. So that's certainly something to watch, too. If you talk about consistent communication and a genuine relationship, Zach Etheridge is very, very good at that.
1: Well, it, it can't be that hard to pitch playing time if you got a bunch of juniors and seniors in your secondary. Yeah. So um, I think he's the kind of kid that he doesn't care about staying home either. There's a mm-hmm. misconception. Look, I, I, I cover Miami for Fan Nation on All Hurricanes, but there's no lock that he's going to be a Miami player. He would have already picked him because they are recruiting the hell out of him. Sure. Really hard. Really, really hard. And he's nowhere near ready to make a decision. So that tells me this could – he might make a decision this summer publicly, mm. but it's not going to be over till signing day anyway. And it's not like Etheridge or anybody at Auburn would slow down. Yeah. So uh, he's worth the effort. He's a national top 50 to top 75 kid. you got to recruit him.
0: Yeah. Yep. And probably the longer it goes in this situation, it may help Auburn. So especially if they um, kind of overachieve this year, that, that could be something that they could kind of add to their their arsenal of pitches. So we'll see. Let's talk about Casey Poe. I think on three has Casey Poe as like the top um, top interior offensive lineman in this class. Others have him towards the top, if, if not all the way up there. I mean, he, he's, he's a solid player. Looks like it's Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Alabama, Auburn's in there. He scheduled his official visit to Auburn June sixteenth through eighteenth, so that's coming up next month. And of course, you know if you're one of the one of the official visits, Brian, you've got a shot. That's right. What are you uh, What what are you What are you hearing about Casey Poe? That's a kid
1: that has a very unique list. What you just mentioned, like Bama, Auburn, Clemson, all these schools that are recruiting. He's from Texas. Yeah. Usually a Texas kid. There, there's an in-state school and there's, there's not like on his primary list. So I thought it was pretty interesting. So I wouldn't predict anything, but I also know like what you said about him being an elite player and Auburn needs alignment. I, I would say this much. If Auburn doesn't finish in the final three for him, I would be shocked because they have playing time to sell. They need offensive linemen. So Alabama, I'm, I, I always worry about them with offensive linemen because they do a very good job, but Clemson's not done a very good job of it. Uh, Oklahoma was terrible last year. So I, I think that Auburn has as good a shot as anybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. From, uh, from your mouth to God's ears, Brian. All right, the last guy I want to talk about, <laughs> we, we've already mentioned, uh, we've already mentioned a central Phoenix City player, but um, let's mention another one on the defensive side of the football. Red Morgan, let's at 5'11", 175, 180, depending on, on where you look. Michigan State. Um, is up there. Auburn is up there. Alabama, Ole Miss, Florida is pursuing him as well. What are you hearing about this central Phoenix city product? Red Morgan?
1: I think he's a kid that's going to go where he wants to go. Don't think that he's automatically going to follow his buddy. Uh, that's, that's what I hear. Does that mean they, they can't go to Auburn or Alabama together or whatever it may be? No, that's not, that's not the case, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went their own separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's it's a problem though because you know you just got to recruit each kid individually and that if there was really a homeschool for Auburn outside of Auburn High School Phoenix City Central Z that's the other part of this they can't let Alabama and Georgia in particular or even
0: Florida really well they have for the last decade that's that's, it
1: seems- that's why they haven't been where they needed to be either that's, yeah that's right like, you know you have to keep those kids in Eastern Alabama at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So just from that perspective, I don't care when he decides, if he commits elsewhere, Freeze and his staff have to keep going. It, it's, it's more than just getting a good DB. Right. This is about location of the school, protecting your turf, and setting a boundary. That for me. And, it, you know, Megatron aside and this kid, that, that school has is, is got to be right down the middle for what they try to do every single year.
0: Man, I bet he's a great fit there. The Red Devils, Red Morgan? Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> He's got a quote out there that um, that Cole Pinkston with with Auburn Live put out. He said, "quote I have high praise for Auburn. I love Auburn. So we'll um, we'll certainly see we'll certainly see how that recruitment goes on, but that's not a, a bad really thing. Important
1: one. Oh yeah, yeah, that's." I mean, it's better than the alternative. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's better than saying I don't like Auburn at all. Get away from me. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. So that's a little bit of an update on Zaquan Patterson, Casey Poe, and Red Morgan. Brian, we haven't chatted um, on the show yet. So I want to get your thoughts on Auburn's current state of the 2024 class. We'll do a little class reset next right here on Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. I want to encourage you to join the Locked Out Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. All right, so looking at Auburn's class currently, there's five hard commits. Walker White, Jamari Burnett, Jaden Lewis, Martavius Collins, and Amon Lane. And of course, Brian, right now the, the headliner of that is the quarterback by nature of how he committed and how big of a recruiting win it was for Hugh Freeze over Clemson and, and some other schools. With Walker White, and he's publicly committing all of these kids on social media and texting twenty kids every week. It sounds like. Um, but what, what's kind of the big picture thing that you're taking away from from the current state of this 2024 class for the Tigers? Well, White's
1: commitment. You got. You already said it, but yeah. they needed a quarterback. They needed a Pied Piper. Walker's a hell of a football player. Um, he's a kid that can end up playing in the NFL. And if you're going to compete with Alabama and Georgia. You need a big time quarterback, pretty much in every class. You know, make yep. the best man win, and whoever transfers is whoever transfers. I loved his film. I haven't had a chance to see him live yet, but that's the kind of kid that you can set your program around. And I know you like the kid they took from from Tennessee last year,
0: Hank. But, sure, uh, the baby goat. We call him the baby goat on the show, baby goat Hank Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll take Walker, and you 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 could take him, but uh, the kid that I that I've studied more than anybody in this group. Is is Burnett? He's uh, from Andalusia. It's you know not the first time you're going to think of necessarily for Alabama high school football, but they've had some good guys. He is the downhill power back that you need. Bruiser. Yep. And Auburn, that's kind of like Phoenix City. That's you know it's Eastern Alabama. It's down in the southern part of the state too. But those are the kids they got to get, man. They got to get mm-hmm. those guys. And Auburn, man, the tradition of running back at Auburn, anyways, tremendous. But, I mean, you don't want him going to Alabama or Georgia. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? You need that kind of player. I've seen Lane before. He's athletic. He's another kid that can play early, Mm. and he's a corner. So, hey, I don't care how many corners you signed last year, you can never have enough of them. And, again, he's in state. He's from the greater – I think that's eastern part of Birmingham right there, Moody. Got to have him. If you can win some more battles in that area over Alabama, which I know is hard, would be great. But that's the kind of kid they got to get as well. So yeah. I don't know as much about Jaden Lewis. I haven't seen him yet. I haven't seen Collins yet. But uh, the other three kids, I love.
0: Yeah, going back to Jamari and Burnett for a second. I mean, this is this is a position group that's a position of strength right now. I think a lot of people are expecting Jarquez Hunter to leave after the season. I think he's certainly set up to have that type of season. And if you're a running back, leave as soon as you possibly can because your shelf life is just so so slim. When you get to the league, unless you're like a super, super special and durable back. So I think it's going to be interesting, though, because it sounds like Carnell Williams and Hugh Freeze, they want to take two backs. And so when you see a school take more than one back, what's the strategy you think they should take as far as do you want them to be kind of the same so like they can stagger each other? Do you want since Burnett's more of a bruiser, do you want more of a one cut shifty type player? What, what do you think the proper strategy is for that?
1: Well, in U Freeze's offense, it needs to be something, one of the two has to be able to catch. And I mean, like, really catch. That way, if you want to run like 22 personnel, uh, you split him out, make a linebacker try to cover that other kid in space. Use, I mean, again, I'm a big U Freeze fan in terms of his schematics and his understanding of the game. You put a 5'9", 180 kid in front of a 225 pound linebacker. I like my odds. I like so, that. Yeah. Okay. And of course the big back, when was, when was Auburn not successful with a big running back? That's the, they've always seemed to have, I don't know what it is, man. They've always, I mean, Bo aside. That's, that's a whole nother. A whole nother yeah, he was
0: pretty good. He was, he was pretty good. He was, but even like people forget about Cameron artist Payne. He led the sec in, uh, in rushing like his one year starting being the guy. Like people forget about all of that stuff. Well, that's, I mean,
1: just even though Auburn hasn't been as successful as they wanted to be in the last decade, they've had some dudes at running back. Yeah. And they've got paid. So I think you take as many running backs as what you need. And if they're taking two, your point a minute ago about him turning pro, they probably know. You know what I mean? He's probably said, look, unless I get hurt this year, I'm gone. That usually is a sign of why you would take two running backs. So I I would stagger it in a a different set. I would want one guy with one skill set and then the other one, you know, something different. But, uh, again – if you know if it's an in-state player, that might change it. There's there's different ways to look at this because he's got to he's got to beat Nick and Kirby for some in-state kids. I mean, this is a precedent recruiting class. He mm-hmm. has to set that precedent. And if it's another really good running back in the state, no matter what his style is, you get him. He can beat him. I get it.
0: Is that more of just sending a message, you think? Or is that more of a, you know, you just want to keep talented players away? Is it some of everything? I mean, uh, I, go into that a little bit more if you don't
1: mind. Yeah, well, this, this is something that has been going on in the Auburn-Alabama, right? I've studied it since I was a kid. Sure. But I was told by somebody who lived it and breathed it, he said that Bear Bryant would take a kid that was fringe just so he wouldn't go to freaking Auburn. Yeah. Look, and that, that's not the first guy that's done that, or it's certainly not been the last Right. But do you want to play against the kid? If he's on the teeter tower, if you should offer him, and, and if you don't, he's going to Alabama. If you were the head coach, what would be your answer? I mean, just think about it. I mean, when you when you piss a kid off and you don't offer him, then he plays for your rival, that usually doesn't end up well for any school. I mean, it, you know, it doesn't matter. If they're like Ohio State, Michigan, Auburn, Alabama, UCLA, USC. It yeah. doesn't end well. When the kid's extra motivated, he's already talented doesn't do very good for you so and then the, the, your point about just setting a precedent look it's really hard to beat bama in any state for recruits we all get it but you have to especially in eastern Alabama Phoenix City Auburn high School anything in that generic area yeah, and then both Georgia, like just, sure yeah that whole that whole area that has to be no no land for Alabama and Georgia mm-hmm. until they do that are they really going to consistently compete with Georgia and Alabama Probably not. And that area is just loaded every year with big-time players. It's I mean, you grew up there. You know the deal. Right. Why not? So, yeah, I think if it's close and you think they're going to go play for Kirby or Nick, hell yes, you take
0: them. Yeah, you go and get them. Brian, how can people check out everything you've got going on, man?
1: Uh, More than anything else, I'm a Twitter guy, at scout underscore Florida. But that same handle is Instagram, and it is also what I use on anything like, any social media, TikTok, etc. So YouTube, perfect. perfect. But uh, yeah. I look forward to coming back and talking to some more Auburn. I, I'm I'm wanting to get up. You need to get me tickets for the for the game. Is what
0: you really need to do for. All me. right, tell tell me uh, tell me which one you want to go to. I'll make it happen.
1: Yeah, well, well, the Auburn Alabama game, of
0: course. Don't know if I can make that one happen. But I can make <laughs> I can make most of them happen. Brian, thank you so much for your time. As always, uh, be sure to follow me on socials at Z Black. We find all of my written work at AuburnDaily.com. dot com. And we'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn.
1: The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College
0: Basketball will give you the edge you need